This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. We've been uh, keeping an eye on what's going on with threads. I'm on there. Um, Sarah's on there. Um, and a lot of other people are on there, too. It's really taking off. And I think that's the interesting part of this discussion because, of course, it's basically it's meta, which is Facebook, right? Uh, they put together what a lot of people say is just a Twitter clone. It's not exactly the same. There are some differences, but not huge differences, at least not at this point. Um, and they're trying to capitalize on, you know, the fact that Twitter's going through some things. Other platforms have tried too. There's Mastodon, Blue Sky, Truth Social, and yeah, they've had a little bit of traction, but not much. I mean, they haven't really dented Twitter's reign uh, in the realm, but I think might be different with threads because of where they're starting from. But let's get into that. We're going to have a chat with Joe Galiese, who is uh, a social media expert. He is the CEO of Viral Nation. Joe, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us today. Ah, same here. Thanks for having me. So what do you think? Is Threads going to end up winning this knockdown dragon mount fight with Twitter that seems to be shaping up? Do they have what it takes? Yeah, it's a, it's a big question. I think, I think, I think honestly, you know, the biggest, the biggest, uh, the biggest difference here, uh, compared to the other platforms that you listed is, I think Facebook did a really groundbreaking job at how they were able to create a new app that didn't live within Instagram. Yeah. But then easily port all of the, you know, the followers and, and all those pieces straight away to the new platform. And I think one of the biggest challenges for, for new platforms, because we deal with them all the time, is how the hell do you grow that thing, yeah. right? And they hit these ceilings that, you know, you know, we have 20 million users or 10 or 15. And Meta said, you know what, we'll just start with, you know, 300 million. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, as it relates to competitive nature, I think, you know, it'd be, it'd be silly not to say that, you know, they're a definite threat to, to Twitter at this point. In terms of the comparison between Twitter and threads, they're, I mean, obviously, and this was the goal when Meta launched this was we want something pretty similar to what Twitter used to be, right? Like, I mean, to character limits, you name it, they're almost the same. Well, what's interesting is I think that they're 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 kind of slow pay, slow playing the conversation as it relates to um, that competitive nature, right? Because they don't want to come out and say, you know, no one from Meta is coming out and saying we created Twitter. I think you know, even I've read some some commentary from folks at Meta saying, you know, we're not, you know, we're very similar, but we're not the same, and you know, we're not after the news folks or we're not after the reporters, and you yeah. know, we want to create a kind of a new space. Um, but I think that's all in, 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 in kind of the direction and momentum towards obviously bringing those folks over. You started the conversation with, you know, the two of you are, are, are already on threads, right? Yep. And I think yep. that's what their anticipation is. I just don't think they're going to beat the competitive drum from Meta and kind of cause more, more issues between the two of them. In terms of the differences, the ones that I've noticed are no DM. Uh, which I think will uh, affect some people. But the other one that I saw a lot of people complaining about, Joe, and I imagine Meta will address this, I would think, is there's no web platform, right? You're, you're basically confined to an app. And I know a lot of people were upset about that. Have they have they talked about what they're going to do for that? 
Yeah, well, you have to remember, like, um, you know, these platforms take a very, very... Viral Nation has a really big technology team. We have over, you know, 150 engineers here. And to make these kind of small add-ons, it, it does take, you know, between three and six months. So I think what you'll see is just kind of rolling barrage of features over the next 12 months. And some of these things that I think people are frustrated about will just unlock. I think they wanted to get into the market now with, you know, obviously Twitter, um, you know, in, in, you know, what some believe is, you know, pretty serious freefall um, and, and capitalize on that moment. And I think that, you know, they came to market with like the minimum viable product, the thing that would work the best. And, and, and then they think they're going to turn on a lot of these features as they get developed. Hey, is there a scramble? I'm wondering, and I'm sure there must be. Is there, because a lot of people make a tremendous amount of money off Instagram, Twitter, the, the so-called influencers. Is there a yep. scramble that's going on right now to try and fill that space on threads? Do you know? No, no, not necessarily. So Viral Nation, just for, for context, we're the largest influencer marketing spender in the world. So yeah. we, we're, we're really heavily into that world. Um, so, so generally, influencer marketing um, or influencers, right, you, you can kind of classify how much money they can make based on the type of content they create. So the simplest form of content is what would be in threads or on Twitter, right? Which is that, you know, one or two sentences, tell me how you're feeling, what's going on, like yeah. you something, et cetera. Very difficult to monetize that because there's not a ton of, you know, raw engagement with each single post, right? Gotcha. Whereas if you go to the other side of the spectrum, which would be, you know, YouTube, which has the longest form of content, those creators make the most money. So, you know, with a new product like this, generally what we see with influencers is they rush to it because there's an opportunity to grow their audience further faster because every time there's a new tool that comes on on social, it's generally the best time to grow on it, right? When, okay. when it's kind of in that momentum phase. And then they'll use that to push people to their other platforms like YouTube, like Instagram, like TikTok, et cetera. So I, I see it being more of a tool than a economy for the creator. Gotcha. Okay. Um, ultimately, where do you think this goes? I mean, we social media seems to be, it always adapts. It always changes. Is it a mistake to try and go back to Twitter when we've already moved on to Instagram and TikTok and some generations? I mean, where does this, where, where is social media going, I guess, is the question. Well, it all relies on dopamine. So, you know, I think if people move over and have a better experience on that platform they grow more they get more likes they get more people engaging with that content more so than at twitter then you're going to have all those folks leave twitter okay if you have a bunch of folks move over like yourselves and then at some point you're like you know what my twitter audience is better it's easier for me to stay over there you know it's 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 a value dopamine game so it really is going to depend on how they do over the next you know, prospectively four to six months, and if they can create enough incentive for people to want to stay there. Because at the end of the day, I think what a lot of people forget, we get all caught up in, uh, we get all caught up in the momentum of, you know, new platform or new feature and all that stuff. But what people forget is people like you and I um, have limited time, and we already have eight or nine of these different things that we're using. So at some point, it becomes a bandwidth issue, right? Mm. So, you know, it's, it's, it's not only competing with Twitter, but it's competing with you know, do I want to spend time here over Twitter and over Instagram? And so a lot of it really comes out in the wash as you start to see the analytics and the growth of the platform and can it maintain it? And if you see maintenance 
and you see it kind of on that trajectory, then it, it has probably very good odds. If you see it kind of stutter or, or, or pause, then it could be in trouble. Well, what about the barriers that we're seeing? And I don't know how big they are, but one that I've heard, like I say, you know, the, the no web platform, all that stuff. But there's some people out there talking about the fact that, okay, now you're getting back into bed with Facebook. We got out of Facebook because we didn't like what they were doing and we don't want to do that again. And plus, there's a lot of people saying, well, it's so tied to Instagram. The only way to get rid of it is to get rid of Instagram. I don't want to do that. I mean, have they created some barriers for themselves there that they might have to overcome? Listen, you know, I think at any given moment of the year, everybody hates everybody at some point. Um, You know, whether that be TikTok, whether that be Twitter, whether that be Instagram, you know, they all, you know, it's interesting because we hate all of them, but, you know, the engagement metrics on those platforms have never ceased growing in 10 years. Um, So, you know, I think I think it just really comes down to the utility of the thing. And if people are enjoying using it, I don't think that the general consumer gives it gives a crap. I think you're right. You know, you know, and I think it's these big kind of brands who are you know politically postured or, or, or kind of in these different zones that are more of that conversation. But I think the end consumer could care less. I think they're just looking for the optimal yep. experience or the place that's going to give them what they're looking for. Right? Uh, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Joe, good stuff. Thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate Take it. Care. Thank you.